Advancing innovative research, academic excellence, and family-centered care to transform outcomes for children around the world. Children's Mercy Kansas City presents the audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Welcome to Transformational Pediatrics. I'm Dr. Michael Smith, and our topic is neonatal abstinence syndrome, exploring new treatment methods for a growing problem. My guest is Dr. Tamara Lewis. Dr. Lewis is a neonatologist at Children's Mercy Kansas City and an assistant professor at the University of Missouri, Kansas City School of Medicine. Dr. Lewis, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How big of a problem is neonatal abstinence syndrome? Well, I think that many pediatricians and neonatologists around the country subjectively feel that we're seeing an increase in the number of newborns affected by in utero drug exposure. But in the past few years, there have been some nice epidemiologic studies that give us actual proof of the increase in neonatal abstinence syndrome. One study published in JAMA by Dr. Patrick in 2012 showed a tripling of the discharge diagnosis of neonatal abstinence syndrome in newborns between 2000 and 2009. Specifically, the rate increased from 1.2 infants per 1,000 live births to 3.4 infants per 1,000 live births. This increase in neonatal abstinence syndrome was confirmed in another study published by Dr. Tolia and colleagues in the New England Journal of Medicine in 2015. And this group showed that in a large nationally representative database, the number of infants admitted to the neonatal ICU for abstinence increased from 7 per 1,000 to 27 per 1,000 over a decade. And shockingly, there were up to there were eight centers that reported that more than 20% of their NICU ICU days were due to inpatient neonatal abstinence syndrome treatment. So there is objective evidence that there is indeed a national increase in neonatal abstinence syndrome in the United States. You know, when you hear that some of those numbers, you know, tripling in one study, that's pretty alarming. Why do you think we're seeing that increase? Are we just prescribing more n- narcotics and opioids? Is that what you, I mean, what's your opinion there? Well, I think 15 years ago, the majority of neonatal abstinence syndrome was from either illicit drug use by pregnant women, um, namely heroin, or prescription opiate use during pregnancy, but in the setting of illicit drug treatment. So what I mean by that is a mother that was addicted to heroin pre-conception and then enrolled in a methadone or buprenorphine treatment program during the pregnancy. But 15 or 20 years ago, this phenomena of short-acting prescription opiate abuse was not really widespread. I'd say in the past decade, with the extreme boom of prescription opiates like oxycodone, hydrocodone, oxycontin. You know, there are many um, different populations that are becoming increasingly addicted to these medications. And unfortunately, women of childbearing age are one such population. And if a mom is addicted to prescription opiate medications before she gets pregnant, it's, it's uncommon for her to be able to stop mm 
due to the pregnancy. And so part of the problem is indeed the large increase in prescription opiate abuse in this country. Yeah. Now, in most cases, as, as you're saying, it's, it's narcotics, opioids. Are, are there other drugs that you're seeing causing the neonatal abstinence syndrome? So um, neonatal abstinence syndrome is typically thought to um, define the clinical symptoms of in utero opiate exposure, but it's actually fairly common, one would almost say the norm, for there to be polysubstance exposure in utero. So oftentimes a baby is, is exposed to an opiate plus an antidepressant medication or an opiate plus a benzodiazepine plus alcohol. And so neonatal abstinence syndrome is very well defined for opiate exposure, but we know that you can see symptoms of exposure from other medications. Interestingly, there's been um, reports of um, a neonatal uh, symptomatology after in utero exposure to um, SSRIs, a class of antidepressants that are serotonin, serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And although it's not as severe as the withdrawal you um, get after a utero opioid exposure, that's a type of uh, medication mm. withdrawal that's increasingly been seen and described. So what is Children's Mercy doing to address the growing problem? Well, I think Children's Mercy, Mercy Hospital is taking a few different approaches. Um, there's kind of a clinical approach and a research approach. The clinical approach includes the um, very hard work that Dr. Jody Jackson and colleagues in uh, the peripheral Children's Mercy NICUs, such as Shawnee Mission Medical Center, have done to improve the care of these pregnant women and their newborns. So there's a program that is comprehensive and includes prenatal consults to the women that are opiate-dependent during pregnancy. The same doctors take care of the mom through the perinatal period, and the mothers are well-educated and well-informed before the baby's even born about what to expect in the neonatal period, what neonatal abstinence syndrome looks like, how it will be monitored, and how it will be treated. And I think that takes a lot of the stigma and a lot of the fear and worry off of these families because um, the education and the treatment is actually started before the baby is even born. So that's been a very successful program at Children's Mercy. The second so it sounds approach, like there's a lot of... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, the second approach is research. And um, I joined the faculty just over a year ago as a combined neonatologist and clinical pharmacologist. And my personal research will focus on um, not only how to best take care of the babies after they're born, but actually how to address the problem even earlier during the pregnancy. Because the problem with neonatal abstinence syndrome is that once the baby's born, essentially the damage is done. So I'm launching a large multi-site clinical trial in the Kansas City area to understand the genetic determinants of placental opiate transfer and how that affects the severity of NAS or neonatal abstinence syndrome once the baby's born. Very nice. Dr. Lewis, thank you for all that you're doing. It's obviously very important work, and I appreciate everything that you've done for Children's Mercy, and I want to thank you for coming on the show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Have a great day.